Project Sapient is a podcast meant to engage our brothers and sisters in the law enforcement and military communities in conversations that we all know we need to have. All opinions you'll hear are our own, are protected by our First Amendment of the United States Constitution, and in no way reflect or are meant to reflect the opinion of any specific agency, officer, or service member. Some opinions may be controversial. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. <laughs> What's up? Yo, dude. I should have walked in wearing like a Def Leppard jean jacket. This is Def Leppard. Dude. Fucking, Skid Row. Oh, dude. Are you kidding right? me? Right? Journey jacket. <laughs> it says Journey all over the back with glitters. <laughs> you know what? I'm ordering some tonight, my friend. Hell yeah. Guys, Project Sapient, we've been uh, MIA for a couple of weeks. We've been on vacation. It's been nice. It's been nice. Now we're getting into season two, and boy, do we have some shit for you this season. Oh, my God. First, we want to thank our supporters. Hold on a second. Let me get them up. VectorShields.com, JimJunkies.com, HavocJournal.com, LiveBoston617.org, WellnessForWarriors.live, ODKit.com, EagleEyeFirearmsMA.com, GunTrack.app, Hule-Law.com. Guys, we love you. Thank you for making us the number one military and law enforcement podcast on the planet. Hell yeah. Yeah, word. So what are we doing today, dude? This is the season two opener. Yeah, I know. Season two opener. I, I prepared a very long speech. Uh, it's going to take three and a half hear hours ye, to go through. Hear ye. Exactly. It's going to be in old English. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get Dude, my white cap. I've been watching a lot of Vikings lately. How is it? I, I, I haven't really gotten into it yet. I'm telling you. So I watched The Last Kingdom, right? Okay. And The Last Kingdom was fucking sick. Oh, you mean like movies? The, no, yeah. the, the series, The oh, Last series. Kingdom. Okay, okay. I watched that and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And then everybody was telling me, oh, you got to watch Vikings. And then I was like, all right. I started like two years ago watching Vikings, and then I never got into it. And then I just played it, and I'm like hooked. You're really hooked beyond oh, wow. hooked. That's awesome. So thinking about the old English shit, yeah, I was yeah, like yeah. thinking about episodes of it. <laughs> anyway, this is a good direction um, of the uh, the episode today. Uh, today's episode, <laughs> a lot of ADD, a lot of uh, manic episodes. Oh yeah, a lot of uh, I'm awesome type. Oh things. yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of awesome, we have the one the big important thing that we want to tell people is the event that we're doing. Oh, yes. So we all know the fuckery of Afghanistan that mm-hmm. happened. And a few year, uh, a couple, three years ago that happened in Iraq mm-hmm. um, when ISIS rolled through. What happened? What do you mean? Yeah, exactly. Um, so like starting this podcast, one day I just went, you know what? We're going to hold an event. And I said, yep, let's do it. <laughs> and then we, I made a phone call to another one person. He's like, yep, let's do it. Let's do it. And we have an event. We have an so event. So do you want to... Uh, Tell them about it. Tell oh, yeah, yeah. It. I'll t- so so this, is, this event is, is, is very important um, for everybody. And this, I mean, it's amazing how it's come together. We've got so many sponsors all of a sudden. Um, yeah, it started with like two people. Yeah. And now and it's like now, 10. Now it's 10 and it's growing. <laughs> so... So on our flyer, we got to keep adding every time yep. we get an email or a phone call. Yep. So, I mean, it's gained traction. So the, the, what it's called, it's called uh, Vet to Vet. All right, so Veteran to Veteran. Um, it's going to be a peer-to-peer forum about the events of Afghanistan, Iraq, global war on terrorism, um, you know, uh, as veterans, your time there. 
and how we move forward with the missions for vets by, you know, there's four vets by vets. And also we're going to touch on law enforcement, you know, issues within the yeah. law enforcement community. It's going to be basically our podcast on steroids. On steroids <laughs> with booze in the background. With booze in the background. But here, here's the thing too. We want, we want everybody to show up to this thing. Fuck not yeah. not just vets, right? No, because everybody. We want everybody to know the mindset of what's going on out there. Exactly. You know, all my friends, all your friends, not just our friends, you yourself. Yeah. Like what the fuck is going on? With, yeah. With I mean, it's, it's fucking unreal. So the admission is free. You're not paying for the admission. All fuckers. Right? <laughs> so I got to give a big shout out to Clary's, uh, in Boston. Yep. Hooked us up big time. I know. Amazing. Like one phone call and they were like, yep, you have the restaurant for you, the night. You have the restaurant. I, I I couldn't believe it. And it's a nice place it's too. A, it is. I actually uh, looked it up. I'm like, oh my god, this place is cool. So uh, so for those who don't know, so Cleary's is a restaurant. Uh, address is uh, 113 Dartmouth Street in Boston. Yeah, there you go. My boss next is coming out. Dartmouth. Dartmouth. <laughs> Piss and, uh, Yeah, exactly. It's going to be uh, September 27th. That's a Monday night um, at 6 p.m. That's that's the event. That's when it starts. So. Look at our Instagram, and we're going to continuously yeah. update people on who's who. Well, actually, we're going to keep it as a surprise on who's going to be there because yes. we have some uh, some pretty good people that are going to show and and talk and and just what I want is for all us vets, um, including veteran law enforcement officers and 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 everybody, to really. <sighs> unwind a little like just yeah. relax yep. and let's talk about shit you know wellness for warriors is going to be there if anyone needs any help with anything go right up to them yep you know they're very i mean there's going to be different organizations they have helped thousands of officers that even listen to our podcast yes yes they've helped us they've helped they've, us absolutely you know? so so we're going to have great organizations we're going to have a home base is going to be there yep. uh wellness for Warriors is going to be there so i'm not going to again I'm not going to give too much out, um, except actually I'll say this Havoc Journal, which yeah. they've been instrumental. Well, these, these are all in the everything. sponsors too, right? Are, so these we can are tell all them. The yeah, that's right. Um, the actual individual who runs Havoc Journal is going to be there. Um, awesome. So he's, he's coming, uh, and we're going to have a bunch of swag available. And here's the thing. We're not making a dime off this. Nope. I'm not looking to make any money off this. This is all about you guys. Yeah, and if they, we'll put it out publicly. If there's any money left over, yeah, we're gonna donate it. Oh yeah, hundred percent of it. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yeah, we're not looking to do anything other than get some warriors together. Yep, and just have an awesome time. Have an awesome time. Break out, get out. And we like, we are gonna have our podcast equipment. Yep, we're gonna be. Li well, live streaming, not not live streaming, but we're gonna be recording that night. Yeah, recording live and. Feel free to come up to us if you want to say something. I don't care. Yep. Like it's it's gonna be great. You know, we're gonna probably go around the room and talk to people and and see their f thoughts, feelings. Like here's the thing: like people need to know. Yep. We're we're boots on the ground as law enforcement, as military veterans. We're the ones on the ground dealing with the bullshit policies that these politicians make. And what do they do? They turn around and blame us. Yeah. For their failures. Yeah. And everything that we're doing overseas right now, right? Everything that's affecting our veterans right now has a domino effect back in the homeland. Well, that's the thing. And, and you know, fellow uh, military veterans who are law enforcement, mm -hmm. um, we're getting hit on all sides now. So yeah. it's no longer just, you know, oh, yeah, law enforcement sucks and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, okay, you know, we deal with that. We, you know, it is what it is. But now 
add the abandonment yeah. feeling. You know, <laughs> yeah. like we just abandoned our allies. And um, and the way it was done, you're like, here's the thing. If you want to withdraw, there is a right way of doing it. Of course there is. There's a right. And, and it's like. Well, there's also a wrong way of doing it. We well, just fucking when, witnessed when, it. When you, when you <laughs> what, overnight just leave a base and <laughs> leave all the equipment and be like, fuck it. Look, we're going to, at this show, at, at, at the event, we're going to, you know, people can come up to us. We're going to have experts there. Absolutely. We're going to have people that have been through the shit. Yeah. They're going to tell us things that a lot of us don't even know. A lot of yeah. things that I don't know. Yeah. I'm very versed in the community, but there's a lot of things I don't know. Yeah. Um, but there are going to be people like live Boston there. Yes. And they're going to be, we're also going to have a camera crew there. Yes. Things are going to be documented. Yes. You know what I mean? So come up to us, talk to us. We'll see if we can get you on the show. The show's going to run probably an hour, hour and 15 minutes. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll do a, a longer version. We can do a longer version. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But because it's going to be, because I want to hear, I want to hear your stories. This isn't about me or me and Pete. Trust me. Right. This is, this is about you guys. And anybody listening to us, let's say like on the, West Coast in fucking California. We know we have thousands of listeners out there, right? Come on out. Well, <laughs> if, you, can if you can't, look, if you can't, then email us questions. Yeah. Email yeah. us things that you want us to go over. We'll gladly fucking Absolutely. go over Absolutely. And and I want to just, it. it's like we're so bottled up as, as veterans, right? As veterans, as law enforcement, we have this powder keg. And it's going <laughs> to explode. Oh, yeah, it is. And <laughs> modern society is not going to be ready for it when it does. I said it in one of the videos. You're not going to like it. No. <laughs> you're no, not going to fucking like it. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, pressure cooker. You yeah. keep putting the pressure, 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 pressure. What's going to end up happening? It's going to fucking explode. Boom. So, you know, that's the way I think of it. It's like, and you can feel it in nearly every law enforcement agency. You walk into their building. You're like, Eek. yeah, like you, feel, you can cut it. You can you, cut it with a knife. You feel that tension. Like it's ready to burst. <laughs> You know, and, and, you know, the silent majority don't, you can't be silent anymore because no one's listening to us. No, no one's listening to us as much as we've fucking thumped our, our fists on the ground and said, oh, this type of police reform is not going to work because of X, Y, and Z. And this is how we want the police reform X, Y. And they won't listen to us because what the fuck do we know? Yeah, why would you listen to the boots on the ground? Well, because we're the every single cop. Was it a cab? All cops are bad, bastards. Yeah, you know. So, so it's like, it's like. <laughs> oh, I got a story about vacation, but before I digress. No, what? Go on, tell it. No, well, let me finish. Okay, okay, the, okay, okay. Let me finish the event because we'll, we'll get into the that. event. So, so yeah, like I told you guys, it's going to be an ADD type show tonight. So, <laughs> bear with us because <laughs> it's going to be a lot of shit thrown at you. And we'll see what sticks. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so this is about you guys. This is just talk, you know, the powder keg. It's, it's there and you feel it. And every day I walk into my PD or you walk into your PD, you just see it and feel it. Yeah. And like you said, people aren't going to like it when it actually does burst. You know, this is a kind of a way to vent. Right. Yeah. And we're not going to, it's not going to be an event that we're going to, we're going to say all the, the, you know, the taglines like, yeah, we're here for you fucking every six seconds. Right. Yeah, no. We're going to, everything's going to come out. We're going to know who's there to support each other and who's yeah. not. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. And the guys and girls that are coming, if they haven't had an avenue to vent, if they haven't had an avenue to get support or to fucking talk to somebody or talk to us, now they have it. Yes, exactly. And you can have a drink. Exactly. And some appetizers, I think we're getting. Oh, yeah. Actually, the Clary's is uh, hooking us up with some food. Oh, yeah. So uh, you get to eat fancy. 
Vinky Kaminsky. Yeah. So uh, excellent. So all right. So we talked about the event. Wait, September twenty seventh, six Sept- p.m. Six p.m. Clearies. Yep. Yeah, I think there's a parking lot right up the street. Uh, we can't do anything about the parking. So no, good because luck with that. Uh, what is it? The uh, the BTD guys. Yeah. Uh, they don't even care if you're a cop there or whatever. They they don't care if you're an old lady trying Although, to cross the road to eat their children. Dude. Oh my god, yeah. So <laughs> so parking is on you, <laughs> unfortunately. So and don't drink and drive. Yes, Uber. We have a lot of modern technology. And if I if myself or Pete or anybody uh, sees that you're way too sauced up. Listen, we're, we'll we're brothers. We're, we're brothers. We'll we'll take you home. We're brothers and sisters. We'll take you home. We'll set you up with an. I'll pay for the fucking Uber to your house. Then you can come back yeah. in the morning for your car. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I really don't care. There so. goes the Boston accent again. By the way, I know. Car, car. Oh my god. All right. All right. You want to get into current events? <sighs> vacation first. Okay, vacation. Go ahead. Vacation. So, myself and Pete. Pete decided to go completely international <laughs> because he wanted to go back to Spartan roots and was in, yeah, the, in the caves where yes, the Spartans threw children and yes. he was yelling as loud as he could. I am Leonidas. I did. I, I know I you did. I sent you videos. Of I it. know you did. <laughs> I may have been naked in them too. <laughs> oh shit. Don't judge. <laughs> but, um, but so, yeah, so, so my vacation, uh, we went down to uh, Key West, which was awesome. Yeah. It was a great time. Uh, did a lot of scuba diving, uh, a lot of good good stuff. Just it was actually really nice to unplug from work and not even like really give a shit, give a shit. Yeah, because yeah, I run a unit and I'll get emails here and there, and you know, well, well what's nice is I can tell my guys, hey, you know, uh, if you need anything immediate, just go to the deputy chief and, and I, he'll take care of it. I, I call but, that having a pulse. Yeah, like you're not brain dead on vacation. You yeah. have the pulse. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So I'll see emails here and there. Yeah. I'll respond if I need to, but I wasn't really. You were checked out, bro. Yeah, I didn't give a shit. Not, I mean, I was probably a point three the entire <laughs> the entire vacation. <laughs> but hey, you know, that's the way. That's the way to party, you know. And uh, and here's the funny thing, right? First night we get there, set up, sleep. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go. You know, have a nice little workout in the morning. I found a gym right around the corner from where we were staying. I get out of the resort. I'm not even a hundred feet from the resort, and I get pulled over by a cop. I was like, "What'd you do?" I, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, what the fuck, really?" Oh, here we go. Yeah, I didn't do anything, and and I'm like, <laughs> I fucked with the cop for a second, and I'm like, "What? You pull me over because I'm brown?" <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. Yes. How did he react to it? Did he laugh at least? Well, he, he just looked for a second. He was stunned. Yeah, but I, I was I'm just fucking with you, bro. <laughs> like it's all good. <laughs> you know, so so he started his morning off with a good laugh and we just kind of joked around or whatever. Oh, no shit. But I was like, and I sent a picture to my wife when I got pulled over, and I'm like, of course I did. <laughs> of course. Like like I can't have a vacation without something happening at the beginning of it. Just it, it, it like it never fails. Uh, I'm the same way. <laughs> I didn't get pulled over, but I'm the same way. Well, hey, go over. Actually, you had an interesting thing happen uh, while you were in Greece. I mean, I didn't realize you can have a band. <laughs> so tell, tell them that story. You got to tell them I that. I don't know if it's like a thing you can do, but it happened. And it <laughs> happened for like a week straight. <laughs> yeah. So I guess with all like the COVID restrictions and everything, right? I guess these people are looking for work, right? Yeah. So shit, you're looking for work. I got a place you could work. Yep. And I had like, I don't know, 30 people over every night. <laughs> 
Hey, you had a band. <laughs> and a band. Yeah. yeah. Dude, it was just awesome, man. It was, I haven't unwinded in, is that a word? Unwind. Unwind. Unwound. Unwound. I, I'll go with that. Fucking who cares? I haven't unwound in forever. Yeah. And without getting into detail, I had some medical issues right yeah. before. Yeah. And they really fucked me up. And the day that I ended up getting to Europe was like a breath of fresh air for me. Yeah. And I said to myself, I saw my kids laughing. I saw my kids having a fucking amazing time. And I was like, I give a shit about nothing but that. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, let's bring a band. Yeah. Yeah, let's get the food. Yeah, let's go to this place. Yeah, yeah. fuck it. Fuck it. Like, fuck it was dude, basically- the, 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 the videos were incredible of the band, dude. Every night you send me the video. I'm like, did you hire them for the week? He's like, you, you, what do you say? He said, no, I just wanted them for one night. They just kept coming. <laughs> they just kept coming. <laughs> hey, did you see the car that I got? Yes. It was a Mario Kart. Yes, I love it. I fucking love it. I imagined you putting it on your back and running with it. Fuck, it was Probably. Yeah, it was, it's that small. I, I'm surprised that a normal human can fit in it from how small that fucking the thing is. The tire was like my sneaker. Yeah, exactly. But you know what? It, it, that's the way it is over there, man. And like in, in most of Europe, even though it's a socialist country, right? Mm -hmm. You don't feel the socialism. If you live there, I get it. Yeah. Like people don't make money there. No. They're, it's a very poor country. Lebanon is the same way, dude. I, exactly. So if you're vacationing there with American dollars- Oh, you're, you're a king. You're a king. Yeah. And you don't feel any of the socialism. Yeah. Because the, the, the money that you're bringing in, and it's not a lot of money. Yeah. Right? But the money that you're bringing there for tourism is what feeds them. That's exactly it. So everything is so laid back, dude- even with COVID restrictions, it wasn't like you didn't feel like there was anything wrong. Well, great thing about Florida, the no restrictions. It was literally like, I can do anything I want. Did you, did you feel that way? Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There was no, I've heard that, man. there was no, like I, I was worried because up here we started getting a little stricter. Boston's doing this mandates and all this right. shit and the schools and whatever. So I was, I was worried. I told my wife, Hey, check with the resort. I mean, I'm not, gonna fucking go down there and wear a mask while I'm on the beach. Yeah, like, exactly. fuck that. Yeah. So she checked and they're like, nope. <laughs> Governor said Man, no mask. Florida. No, exactly. I'm like, I, I, I wanted her to say something like, Dude, fuck that. This is Florida. <laughs> you know, so, but, but it was nice. There was no restrictions. Yeah. And, it, it, you know, the only time I had to keep the mask on is fucking in the plane, which is whatever. Yeah. I have my own things about that because apparently COVID doesn't get on planes. Well, it can get or, on seat 22F. Yeah, exactly. But not on 22B. Yeah, exactly. So, so that, 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 that was the only time I really put a mask on is, you know, to and from right. uh, Florida. But other than that, man, I, whatever. You got to exhale a little bit, right? Oh my God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the thing. Like wake up in the morning, go have breakfast. And go to the pool and sit there all day yep. or go to the beach, sit there all day. Or, you know, we planned a couple things like uh, the scuba diving, go go scuba diving for, a few, you know, two tanks, which is about two hours, you know, go out into the ocean. And it was nice. Like everybody yeah. was so- I saw so, some videos that you put. Yeah. The, everyone was so relaxed. Dude, I, I'm telling you, one of my favorite things was, I kept saying it to you about my kids, yeah. right? And it was, you know how like at one o'clock in the morning, if you see people out, yeah. with their kids and you're like, why the fuck isn't that kid home? Yeah. That's the norm over there. Well, Lebanon's the same way. Kids and, don't go to bed till like two in the morning. Well, <laughs> my kids went to bed at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Every night. Yeah. And they'd wake up refreshed and like ready to go. And uh, that was my son. I mean, he still went to bed a little early, but as soon as he woke up, 
Bam, ready to go. Ready to go. Let's go to the pool. Let's do this. Let's do that. And I, I love, you know, watching them laugh and running around yeah, and, man. you know, having a, just a great, great time. These are the memories that they're going to have forever. Oh, my God. Yeah. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's and you, fucking and you want some good memories, you know? Yeah, man. So so that that was our vacation. Uh, so it was nice. So we decided, uh, you know, the reason why a couple episodes did not come out is we decided, you know what, let's let's take a break you know, and regroup, refresh on these vacations. And when we come back, hit season two off fucking. Well, there was, there was also a lot of planning that we did. Yeah. You know, because you have, and we wanted to talk about it, but without giving up info, we have a lot of guests coming this year. Yes. A lot of really good guests coming this year. Yeah. We thought that we couldn't do any better, but we obviously are. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of great articles that you're writing. Mm-hmm. I think you said one's coming out next week. Too. Yeah, next week on. Yep, next week. So, so this is going to air on Sunday. This coming Sunday, right? Yeah. So yep. it's going to be what uh, September? I don't know. Fourth, fifth. <laughs> yeah. Fifth, I think. Uh, so yeah. So this is going to. So this episode will air. Uh, September fifth, uh, yep. and then the on on that Monday the sixth, uh, my new article drops on Havoc Journal. Badass, so dude. everybody that's listening on Sunday, Monday you'll you'll uh, get uh, my article. Uh, I'm not going to give anything away, but you guys, uh, I'm sure you will you will enjoy it because it's a different perspective uh, with law enforcement, and you guys will see what I mean when when you read the article. Pete knows nothing of this article, so I'll be interested to see. I like it this way because it. Gives gives us the natural anger that I have <laughs> inside of me. <laughs> no. oh, Hulk smash. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, tons of great, uh, I mean, I'm still working on a bunch of other articles uh, for Havoc Journal that we'll be dropping to. So, you know, our new episodes are going to have some more great uh, conversation, great guests. Uh, we're going to really dig into the physiological, psychological, the, uh, yep. the, the, the use of force of, of, you know, use of force, uh, kind of what happens to the body. Uh, I mean, that's, that's the whole thing. Like we always talk about with Project Sapiens, it's about y- the self, about you, Yep. you know, it's not about totality of self. Exactly. It's, it's the holistic is the word. Yeah. yeah. Holistic approach to law enforcement, the, the, the holistic approach to the military, the holistic approach to anything in life. That's what Project Sapient is about. And the reason training has not rolled out yet is because we're getting so many requests for more episodes and talk about this. And actually, people emailed us a bunch of questions. So I decided tonight we're yep. going to address these questions yep. and we're going to go right down the numbers with these questions and get them answered for our listeners. And, you know, I'm, we won't say names or anything like that, but, you know, you'll know who you are when when your question comes up. Um, so do you want to do current events first? Let's do current event first, get that out of the way. And then towards the end, we'll, we'll, we'll do the questions. We'll do the questions. Yeah. So, yeah. all right. The big fucking elephant in the room. Uh, Half motherfucking Afghanistan. Yeah. Yeah. What in the fuck happened? It's, um, I, I've never seen a withdrawal like that. I, I don't know Vietnam. I don't know how it happened in Vietnam. Um, I've just read, but for us to live it and see it again, I don't, disagree with withdrawing because in reality, like Afghanistan, we wanted to go there to destroy Al Qaeda and kill Osama bin Laden. We, we, we did that mission done. Now you have to have a tactical withdrawal. Exactly. You got to make sure the Afghan army is ready to take over. Mm -hmm. You got to make sure your allies are out of there, Mm -hmm. such as your interpreters, Mm -hmm. your contractors who are Afghani, who went on base to work. 
Um, it just there, there's a lot of moving parts, and and you know the, the worst thing. I mean, I remember Iraq watching ISIS roll through the same exact provinces that you know you our guys it. that we fought, defended, and helped rebuild. Yeah. Um, to me, I felt. Again, uh, this is Iraq. I felt like, dude, we just abandoned the whole fucking everything. Everything that you just did. Everything. And you're watching them roll through with fucking U.S. equipment. Yeah. And so I know from the logistical aspect, a lot of times there's a lot of gear that's left there. And nine out of ten times, it's it's cheaper to be destroyed than it is to bring it back. Yeah. And and also, uh, we we also give it to, like, the Iraqi army. We give it to locals. So so a lot of the equipment, I get why it was, quote, unquote, left behind. Right. uh, Because... Technically, the Afghan army was supposed to have it and maintain it and do all that. But they didn't lock it down. But they didn't lock it down. But the Afghan army uh, fucking hightailed. Right. But but the thing is, the one thing I learned is, so this is kind of, so I kind of got a quick crash course in Afghanistan because I was never deployed there. Uh, my, my war was in Iraq. Um, but what I was told is during the winter season, there's really no fighting because the mountains are impassable. Yeah. Can't go through there. Yeah. So there's no real fighting. I've heard that. In May is when the fighting starts to pick up. And what what uh, what the Taliban would do is test the waters. They'll do a couple attacks, and nine times out of ten, the U.S. will just come in and crush them. And yep. then they retreat back and do little things here and there. Insurgent type of stuff. Insurgent type of stuff. This time, this past May, they started prodding. No one was fighting back, really. Thousands of Afghani army guys were getting killed without any support, and it started building. And the Taliban's like, "Oh my God, it's really happening. We, we can take advantage of this. We can take advantage of this." So what do they do? They all come out of the mountains, all out of the caves, full force, and let's take everything back. I hate to get political, but I'm going to. Yeah, go. Forty-five was a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. He was. I remember saying it to a buddy of mine when we were in Greece, we were looking at a mountain range and I said, the difference between the administration and 45 was you see that mountain range. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, if you were looking at that mountain range and 45 was in charge, all you would see is. Yeah. Well, the Moab, we would Moab the fucking when, shit. When, out when of he ordered that Moab, I was like, holy shit. And that was a very good message. Exactly. And man, did that, sh- did the Taliban shit their pants after that? All of them coming out of their caves were like, nope. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> All set. I mean, that's the, that's the thing. Like, you know, like it's always been that way. Like I, I remember, you know, Iraq where we were in Mosul and, and getting ready to hit it and, and do missions or whatever. And I remember the commander, uh, one of the commanders of the units uh, giving us a quick like, hey, you know, fucking, we're gonna go out there, and and man, he said, I don't know if forget, he said, hey, one round flies our way, fucking Light empty your clip, yep, let them know how fucking badass we are. Well, isn't that the way war is supposed to be? Well, yeah, and to our <sighs> sensitive listeners, I hope you don't listen anymore because you re- realize that we don't care. Um, no, please, that's listen. the reality of war. Please, that's the reality of what we do. Uh, in the military, we are a military. We're not fucking Peace Corps. Exactly. Yeah. So you're meant to destroy. Exactly. And conquer. Exactly. And here's mm. the thing: like again, Afghanistan, twenty years there, they had twenty years of freedom there, that just got taken away in one night. In one night. One fucking night. I mean, to me, 
That's a disaster. I, I'm sure to every veteran, every veteran, every, I mean, uh, so every far. Every American, bro. Every, dude, 70% of Americans are pissed I know. about the withdrawal, how it was done, how it was handled. Uh, and then you get the 13 poor, you know, uh, uh, Marines. Uh, what was it? It was, uh, ten, no, it was 11 Marines, a Navy corpsman, and a U.S. Army, Army soldier. Yeah. Um, 13 of them fucking die. Yeah. Because of how fucked up the administration did this fucking withdrawal. Absolutely, man. That Their blood is on their fucking hands. Look, when, when Joey got elected. Mm-hmm. It was common knowledge. UBL had said it years ago. UBL had said it years ago that we hope that Biden gets elected when he was still vice president. We hope yeah. that he runs and he gets elected because he's a weak human being. Yeah. Right. And people can change. Right. That was 20 years ago. Yeah. I get it. But UBL, the leader of fucking everybody, of everybody over there, the Taliban, was saying, we hope he gets elected. Mm-hmm. So the second that he got elected, you know, their ears perked up. Oh, fuck. Yeah. They were like, oh, shit, it's not 45 dropping fucking Moabs everywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? We got, well, and, and I love the response because you know what? That response uh, of, you know, after the killing of the 13 soldiers, uh, I mean, 13, the 11, the 10, 11 Marines, uh, one Navy corpsman and, and the U.S. Army soldier. And the U.S. response was a drone strike. We Ooh. killed two high ranking ISIS militants. Mm. We spent six million dollars on the fucking drone strike. Let Thanks. me let me back this up to late nine early nineties when Clinton was in power. Yep. World Trade Center was bombed. Mm-hmm. They launched a cruise missile into Afghanistan to kill the targets or whatever. And I was young at the time, but seeing it now, I'm like, that's history repeating itself. Dude, history always repeats and, itself. And I'm like, that is is such a weak ass approach, just like with ISIS when ISIS rolled through, and and the previous administration, uh, Obama, President Obama, called them the B his, team, uh, called them the B team, and and not just that, he would not let ground forces actually fight them back. I know while they're openly in a convoy, sixteen thousand ISIS coming across the border from Syria into Iraq and taking on all that territory and fucking kidnapping the women and kidnapping kids and selling them sex And they weren't trades. allowed to fight back. And they weren't allowed to fight back. Iraqi army abandoned their posts because we knew that was going to happen. They weren't ready. We knew they weren't ready. Fuck, back in 2005, I knew they weren't ready. And back in 2005, I'll give you this. Back in 2005, 2006, even to 2008, there's been whispers about ISIS. ISIS wasn't new. I know. ISIS was there. Yeah. Just they weren't big enough yet. And they gained massive. It, it all comes back to money. Yeah. Right? When they got all the resources. Well, they got that oil. They got and the all that oil, money. Everything started exploding for yeah. them. Yeah. And, 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 and to tell me that, oh, we're just going to do a bombing campaign. Bombing doesn't do shit. Look, bombing can if you fucking bomb the right shit. Well, <laughs> well here's the thing. Those types of fighters, though, they're not sophisticated enough where a bombing campaign is going to scare them off or okay. whatever. Okay. It has to be ground to ground fighting. That's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Air power is great, but to win wars, you need to you be need on, to the ground. on the ground. Yeah. And I, we, like a lot of us veterans, um, shit, even in Afghanistan now, uh, uh, the guys that retired and, and veterans actually put their fucking kits back on and went overseas on their own to yeah. fight back ISIS with, with the Kurds yep. and same thing happened in Afghanistan, which I'm very proud of the veteran community, several, um, former special forces and former tier one type guys 
went to Afghanistan and rescued some of the stranded fucking people on their own, on their own fucking dime. Yeah. Because it was the right thing to do. What does that tell you, though, about the warrior and the fucking politician? There was there was a lot of private sector contact that was going on. There was a ton of private sector contract contact and contract going on. Um, what the fuck was the operation called? It just became uh, uh, Pineapple, Pineapple Express. Express. Yep. And the password was even pineapple. We can say it now yep. because everything's changed. Yeah. But passwords were even like guys were doing this shit on their own. And, yeah. I, and I personally know people that gave a ton of money. Yeah. Remember I texted you. Yeah. Yeah. I personally know people that gave a ton of money that were like, you, you got a group of 20 guys that want to go. Here's fucking X amount of money. Go. Um, so a special forces friend of mine, I, I sent you the link, the GoFundMe, yeah. right, to help uh, keep the planes flying. Yep. Because, again, the fucking administration decided, yeah, let's abandon everybody, even though these interpreters, and here's the thing, these interpreters, these these NGOs, uh, they, were, they were so critical. They're critical. Yep. Even me in Iraq, yeah, I speak Arabic and everything, but guess what? The Iraqi... You more than me. I'm fucking Lebanese. Right. You know, and, and the Iraqi. You were, you were on his more. soil, man. I was on his soil. He knew more. Uh, obviously, he knew more than me. These guys were vital, you know, extremely vital. And and they understood everything and all that. And especially in Afghanistan, where it's so fucking dark ages over there. Yeah. Those guys were instrumental. I mean, here's an amazing story, right? I, I read this, and it is a true story. I, I verified it. A so special forces. So they had an interpreter. Uh, I don't remember exactly when this happened and all that, but this is this is the way the story went. Uh, special forces, uh, inter- uh, uh, an interpreter, Afghan interpreter, got attached to special forces unit. Special forces unit came under fire. The interpreter was killed. His son came and became an interpreter himself. Wow. The interpreter who died. Yeah. So with the call of the abandonment and all that stuff, that special forces unit did a special mission. To get, to him, get him out and his family out. Wow. Violating orders. The humanity goes above fucking orders. I'm sorry. But but here's the th- exact here's the thing. Again, the difference between warriors and fucking cowards. Exactly. That's the difference. No, we're gonna do the right thing. Yeah. We're gonna do the right Every thing. Every veteran that I spoke to was like, this is the most fucked up thing I've ever seen in my life. Like Overseas, yeah, we've seen some fucked up shit. But when you're talking about your morality, your morals, and your ethics and all that being tested like this with this fucking administration, (laughs) it just went against every warrior ethos that we've known, especially the leave no man behind. You know what's really interesting to me right now? The fact that you're so vocal about it in a political sense. I know. You're very neutral. And it, I try I to be neutral, but you know my love for yeah, yeah. 45 and all that, right? Yeah. But the the way you're reacting to this, it, and I've gotten it from just about every vet that I know. Yeah. It's the same thing. It what brings me to my next point. It's not just Afghanistan that I'm worried about. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is North Korea doing right now? <laughs> what the fuck is China doing right now? Yeah. Well, well, all these countries watching us tuck our tails between our legs and walk away and abandon everything. What's isn't North Korea? I saw fucking clips of North Korea restarting all kinds of shit. Oh yeah, they were like, oh okay. Well, here's <laughs> the thing. Back in uh, uh, what uh, 2001 and, and on, when when uh, George Bush Jr. was in power and we went to war and all that, Russia, yeah. North Korea, fucking China, knew not to fuck around. 
Like that whole Ukraine business when Russia did that and all that under Obama's watch there. Yeah, whatever. But I'll tell you right now, if that was Bush, yeah. fuck that. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, because everyone knew, especially after Bush's speech, where he said, you're either with us or against us. Yep. And we will hunt you down. Like, okay, the other countries saw that. Yeah, we're not fucking with them right now. They're, they're, they're angry. Joey said it. We're going to hunt you down. And I was like, I, w- I remember I was texting you during it and you're like, I'm not going to watch it. And I was watching it and I wanted to throw something at the TV. <laughs> I was like, can somebody get him off? Oh, the yeah, fucking, yeah, like when, somebody- when Biden said that. Yeah. That's what yeah, I mean. Yeah. yeah, yeah get yeah, off. Get yeah. the fuck off the well, screen. Stop what, talking. What, when Bush said that, you knew he meant it. Oh yeah. That's the difference. That's what that's I'm trying the to difference. say. Yeah. No. When, 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 uh, uh, 45 dropped the Moab. Oh, he fucking told it. Like. The difference with 45 was he didn't tell anybody he was doing shit. He was no. like, all right. He just did it. Fuck with me, bro. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Uh, Bush was the same way. He wouldn't tell people, but yeah. they knew not to fuck with him. I said it during when 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 46 came out and started talking about. I don't listen to anything he says. Yeah. I'm sorry. And, I, 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 and I was texting you. I had to because I'm trying to be more like you. I'm trying to get the other side. I'm trying to listen to the but, other but side. I'm trying as, to- as a veteran, you can't. I know. I can't. I know. Like because it, what happened goes against every Everything. single thing that I hold dear in terms of uh, the warrior mindset, warrior ethos. Yeah. What you just showed the world is how much of a fucking coward you are as a leader. He just bent over. Pretty much. He bent over and fucking and then I love I love the pointing. Oh, it was his fault. It was the previous this. <laughs> you know what? Own it, motherfucker. <laughs> like own it. They're not gonna own it because oh, no, they're cowards, they dude. They don't. I've said it before. I've said and I'll say it. I will say it until the day I die or until something fucking changes. Politicians, the way this country was founded, and what we're seeing today in our political spectrum is completely, has completely deviated oh, yeah. it's, from it's, it's what deviated. its original intent was. Yeah, it's completely deviated. They've, they've become almost little mini dictators from the national level yep. all the way down to the fucking local level. They you tell know. us what to do, and it's, I'm sorry, no. You know what's interesting, though? So, actually, yesterday I had a conversation with my dad, and I told you about, you know, my uncle getting stopped yep. by U.S. Customs and all that. And, uh, you know, they held him for like five hours questioning, whatever, whatever. My uncle's a good dude. Like, you know, he's not doing anything. But uh, but my dad pointed out, he said, you know, what's interesting? I was like, what? Every time a Democrat is in office, we always get stopped at the airport. No shit. I was, I'm thinking, I'm like, really? I, I never thought of it that way. Well, he saw the patterns. But he saw the patterns because he's been, you know, he obviously he's a lot older, older and travels. Sure, sure. But he said, every time a Democrat is in office, we seem to get stopped more at the airport, which I found very interesting. That is really interesting. Coming from my dad, who's also an extremely neutral guy. Yeah. But like with me being a veteran and seeing this, yeah, I'm going to call out the whole fucking administration. I don't care. You know, and, and, and what's my number one rule? Anyone who does well for America, I don't give a fuck who, who you are. Absolutely. Republican, Democrat, whatever. I don't care. You know what it is? I mean, we keep saying 46 and we keep saying Joe Biden, right? Yeah. But it's not Joe Biden. There's 50 fucking people. I remember I asked you. Yeah. I said, who's directly under him that's in charge of this shit? Yeah. Right? There's 50 people. There's support. There's all kinds of offices that are in charge of this shit. Not one person was like, hey, maybe we shouldn't do it this way. Uh, You have fucking joint chiefs of staff. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I mean, do they not have the balls, which apparently they don't, to say- that's not the way to do it. 
Like if two guys on a podcast can fucking talk about this shit. Yeah. What the fuck are these foreign governments planning right now? Put it to you this way. If you or I were a foreign government, I could tell you, I'm not going to speak for you, but I could tell you probably 10 different things that I could do right now to take advantage of the United States. Oh, oh, you could have done this. Uh, Here's the thing. Ever since the turmoil within the country with law enforcement and all that stuff, it is prime for the taking. Now. Absolutely. As, as if you're a foreign regime, which we've I've talked we've talked about, I've done a whole article about how foreign regimes are infiltrate infiltrated because they we are distracted. They're forcing us to be distracted. Do you see how this is all coming? Oh full yeah, circle? yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Like, like I, here's the thing. I never disagreed with you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I agree with yeah, you and yeah. all that. And and we we in this profession we see it, but. 80% of the, the fucking U.S. has their heads in the sand and are like, do-do-do-do-do, life is good, I'm getting paid. I and- want anybody listening to this show right now that just heard us, we're at like the 40-minute mark or something, right? Tell people that don't believe any of this shit, tell them to listen to the infiltrated uh, 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 episode that we did. Yeah. Tell them to listen to that. The first half of it, guys, Iman gives a fucking amazing amount of information. The second half, I go down another group, another set of which i didn't know and it was amazing and i didn't know the first part yeah and some of the people that i've had listen to it are very much like me i did i never thought that their heads weren't in the sand Mm. and when they heard that shit and did their own research they were like holy shit we're in some serious trouble look it up now look it up take all of that Add in what we just did militarily. Yeah. Add in what we don't know is happening. I know we're fucking very active in Africa, right? Oh, yeah. Massively active in Africa. 90% of the fucking U.S. population doesn't know that. Well, here's the thing. Special Forces is right now deployed in about 60 countries. Exactly. Do you, We don't know about it. I know some of my contractor buddies that are in fucking Af- in, in uh, North West Africa right now. Yeah. They're, they're everywhere. You, you still got special forces operating in Colombia. Yeah. You, they're operating in, in, in also, I'm not going to give up OPSEC, obviously, but it's, it, it, they're, they're all over the world. All over the world. What's going to happen? What's going to happen when the ultimate, the most public campaign that we're doing, and by campaign, I mean military campaign, it, it has been made into a mockery. Oh, it has. The, the whole world is mocking it. Exactly. The only thing is, in the U.S., uh, we don't see it as much because we're censored. Uh, and if you don't think we're censored, then you're fucking sorely mistaken. I'll put it to you this way. Go to a, go to a socialist country. It, it made a lot of sense to me this year when I was there. The amount of news that I was reading, I had my VPN turned on, and I was in another part of the world. The amount of news that I was actually getting was vastly different than what even Fox News and what CNN oh, yeah. gives here. Exactly. Vastly different. If, if Actually, what's interesting, so go go on CNN International. Yeah. It is very different than regular CNN. Go, th- well, that's what I'm trying to say. Uh, th- yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, it's, it's so true because my dad, you know, he has a satellite, so he gets the uh, Arabic news and, and yeah. you know, all, all over the world and whatever. And my God, like you get to see the lens of the world looking at America. Oh, yeah. The fucking election. I mean, I don't know if people realize this. The whole world watches the U.S. election. Like you don't know how much of a superpower you are until you're outside the U.S. or you come from outside the U.S. And you know it. The whole world watches these elections. Fucking I'll never forget when I was working a, a major drug investigation. When, when 45 got into power, every drug dealer uh, that we were investigating was like, they shit their pants <laughs> because they knew that 
th- their way of life is over. Yeah. It was fucking amazing. I could like hearing it from them was the funniest thing. I've, I'm like, holy shit, they're actually scared. Imagine the machine that came together, the powers it be that came together to remove 45. Whatever kind of conspiracies we can go over, we can go over a million of them, right? Whether who got the vote, who got this and that. I personally believe the whole thing was a fucking scam. Mm-hmm. In my eyes, I look at everything and I say, imagine the leftist machine, the amount of money that came together to further the agenda that he was the thorn in the side. Mm-hmm. Imagine what was imagine what happened who came together how much money came together to get this fucking guy out of office a shit ton of money and to further perpetuate their fucking little plan the afghanistan the china the russia the north korea imagine dude imagine that's why i loved 45 because i knew he was a thorn in everybody's side well did he overtweet yeah (laughs) but you know what i mean dude he destroyed isis I know. <laughs> he sent he sent the fucking uh, the Rangers the fucking S. He he's like everybody go and fucking destroy him. I I'm not gonna. You know my circumstance. Yeah. Outside of here, forty five would tell people do it. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Two words. Do it. Yeah. And he would like bless you. Mm-hmm. Do it, and it would be done. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If yeah. it was for the good of the American people, yeah. it would have been done. Yeah. So. Let's, we have Anyways, we, we 15 got, minutes. Yeah, let's, uh, <laughs> sorry, current events went a little too current long, events. but that's okay. Questions. Questions. All right. So let's go over a couple questions that uh, our uh, listeners have emailed us. Uh, give me one second. Let me bring it up. There's some, listen, this, as, as Iman brings those up, there's been a lot of really good questions, guys. And there's only two people that are working this shit right now. <laughs> We're not getting paid. And it's tough doing a lot of this stuff. Like I work overnights. I work daytimes. I do other jobs. I have other stuff going on. And I'm sorry if we don't get back to you. We haven't gotten any hate mail, but I'm just saying I'm sorry that if we don't get back to you in a timely fashion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I actually, uh, I emailed uh, this individual today. Actually, I didn't realize that this individual asking a question just went to boot camp. Oh, no (laughs) shit. I had no idea. So. Oh, go for it. So I hope he, he, I hope he has some sort of access. I I know it's changed in the military out of fucking boot camp. I think. Can you TikTok now in boot camp? I, I think so. It, it's changed. I, I'll never forget when I went to boot camp. I, we still had the fucking flip phones. Seriously? And, oh yeah, well we had flip phones, but no, not, not with us. They they confiscated them all. Oh. They put them in a trash bag and you. just stuffed them in property. I got gotcha. you. So we weren't allowed phones. The only phone we were allowed is the payphone downstairs. Payphones, dude. Well, imagine my kids have never seen a payphone. <laughs> I have a uh, old school rotary, rotary. Phone in the basement. <laughs> I asked my son, I'm like, hey, do you know how to call someone? He's like, no. no. <laughs> remember that video? Again, a tangent. Remember that video where they did a bunch of fucking millennials and they oh, gave yeah, them yeah, a, yeah, a yeah. tuna can yeah, and yeah. a can opener and they couldn't do it? But anyway, yeah, all right, well, go on. They will all die. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway, so um, this uh, one of the uh, questions uh, that we got was... Um, so he says, as I prepare to leave in a few hours, again, I had no idea. Um, I'm very nervous, uh, both excited to start this journey in the Army. I'm curious if you had any good tips, advice to stay motivated while in training. And, uh, yeah. So this Wait, is, he was going to boot camp when he emailed us? Yeah. 
He was on. The, he was heading there. My God. Yeah. He, this was his last night, I think, in a few hours. That's what happens. You end up going to MEPS, which is the Military yeah, Entry yeah. Processing Center in, in Boston. You go there, and they put you up in a hotel right outside Logan. Yeah. And then uh, they pick you up in the morning and, and uh, get you on the plane. Wow, dude. I didn't realize. Yeah, okay. I didn't realize either. Again, I'm, I truly apologize. I, I, you know, I mean, I did email him back. So we're going to call this guy John. Yeah. All right. We'll call him John. Smith. So, John. John Smith. Okay, John Smith. Fine, Pete. I'll call him John Smith. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I hope you have access to this, man, because I, I did respond to you in the email, in an email, uh, but I hope you're able to listen or, or however you do it, or even after boot camp, you know, look it up. But um, one thing I'll, I'll tell you about boot camp is keep your mouth shut <laughs> and work hard, and you'll do just fine. Don't complain, don't bitch and moan, because it's not going to end well for you, you know, and you need to be the type of guy that at boot camp, the minute your feet hit the deck, you're at 100%, and that's it. That, that, that's really the only way I could think of. When, when I was there, um, fucking Fort Sale, Oklahoma, god damn it, I hated that place, but, he, but the way I got through it was kept my head down kept quiet and just did my job. If you're going to stick out, you stick out for fucking how awesome you are. Yeah. Not don't be the guy that sticks out just to fucking stick out. Here's the thing. Like I knew the drill sergeants liked me cause I worked hard, but they would fuck with me in a playful, right. like, you know, like not, they have to fuck with you. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, they would fuck with me, whatever. And it, it is what it is. You just deal with it and, and help your fellow soldiers out. That's the other thing I'll tell right. you. Teamwork is massive in the military. You have to, have to, have to learn to work as a team. You're, you don't work as a team, you will fail dr big time. Well, you're failing, the, you're failing the system. You're failing the machine if you're not working as a team. Yeah, right. exactly. It, through everything that we've been through, from yep. either, even SWAT schools and all yep. that stuff. Like, you, yes, you're an individual. Yes, you have your own skill sets. Yes, you have your own mindset and all that. But it's for the team. Exactly. Exactly. And, and that's a, you know, I get, I, I, I told them about the stress inoculation that they're going to do to you. It's just, it is what it is, right. whether it's the shark attacks or whatever they do now. Um, but it's all engineered for a reason. Yep. You might think, oh shit, this is fucking this fucked is up, stupid. this is stupid, whatever. But trust me, there's a method to the madness. There's a reason why they do certain shit and to get you stronger, to get you mentally stronger not just physically mentally stronger and what ends up happening when they break you down your first three weeks of boot camp and then they start building you back up you want to think of it as like being a phoenix you know when phoenix is destroyed it comes back stronger than ever and it goes through that cycle and you're going to go through those cycles over and over again in your entire military career any school that you go to they'll break you down and then they'll build you back up to be a fighting machine because machine. in reality you're a fighting machine don't take it personal yeah it's no, not never it's never. not when the drill instructors i don't know if they still do it but if, when when the instructors you know telling you about your girlfriend don't take it personal oh yeah jody it's to get in your fucking head <laughs> jody's name hey yeah i hope you don't have a girlfriend buddy because jody's gonna be creeping around right. that corner but you know what i'm sniffing saying her seat exactly <laughs> so that sounds kind of hot, but I, but you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, right? no, I got Don't you. take it personal. It's not somebody, like, I'm going to use Iman, for example. I, I'm not going to go after Iman to break him down personally because I don't like him. Yeah. You know what I mean? These guys don't fucking know you. No. They train thousands they, of recruits. Exactly. 
yeah, they'll get to know you, but they're training you to become a certain a, a machine. Yeah. A certain type of warrior. Exactly. To become a warrior. That's exactly. the best way we should But, be but here's it. the thing. And, and, and one thing I want to, I want to say about it is, you know, you're, you're taking a warrior's journey, right? That, that's what you're doing uh, in boot camp. You're taking a warrior's journey. Um, because you, I think you said you're going army, which yeah, you're going army. So you're taking a warrior's uh, journey and that warrior's journey is about success and failure. And it's about owning up to your failures Personal accountability mm-hmm. is huge uh, because it speaks highly of your integrity as a warrior, as an individual. Uh, you'll come out stronger than ever mentally, right? And and you will realize that a, being a warrior is not just, yeah, the hurrah and fucking let me shoot shit or whatever. No, it's more about internal. It's more about defeating your own fears. I can tell you that the from his wording... Mm-hmm. And even the fact of him reaching out mm-hmm. is a different, he's going to be a different type of soldier. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, you know I what mean, I'm saying? I mean, I've met some cocky fucking guys uh, at boot camp, and th- dude, they, they didn't last. They exactly. fucking broke. Um, you can have, I mean, I, uh, one of my uh, buddies, um, actually on my, on my unit, um, he's coast guard and he says those rescue swimmers, like the fucking high intense <laughs> rescue swimmers that do that shit. Savages. He said what, which was interesting to me. He says, usually it's not the Olympic swimmers that, that make it through. Yeah. It's the one that has heart, like that that goes beyond, yep. which that's exactly it. You're going to go do your PT tests. Don't worry about what's going on around you. You're only competing with yourself. Exactly. And that's it. Don't try, like, yeah, you're going you're gonna to give 110% fucking even more, but it's all about you. The other thing I'm going to say is don't listen to the know-it-alls. Oh, yeah, please, God, don't. There's a ton of know-it-alls. There's guys that I remember had told me years ago, uh, stop being a man of being able to do everything. Pick one thing and be good at it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's probably the worst advice that anybody's ever given anybody. <laughs> it, and I looked at him, I'm like, this guy has no idea about no. me, no idea about my life, no idea no. about any kind of reality. You know what I mean? No. And even being even on special operations, on SWAT and 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 all that, you, you need to be an open, you need to be a sponge. Oh yeah. You need to be a Swiss army knife. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the biggest thing. That's it. So, I mean, uh, let me, because we're getting close to the time, uh, let me uh, go to the next question that we got from a, from a uh, listener uh, about the police Academy. What, what should he do to get ready for the police Academy? Because he's thinking of becoming a cop and he's on a list and all that stuff. So Pete, you want to go, you want to take that? You know what I'm going to say? Go ahead. Don't. (laughs) Take the fucking fire exam. I, I know. Well, but here's, <laughs> here's the reality. Like my cousin, he's in the academy right now. Yeah. And actually I commend him. I said, hey, dude, the times right now and you're be- tells me that you're going to be fucking a good cop. Yeah, man. You know, if you're taking the job now with this type of environment, <laughs> the pendulum is going to swing our way of uh, it is. soon. Uh, and and it, it, you can start to see it, too, a little bit more. But but I'd say, you know, preparing for police academy, don't go in there out of shape. Like you're expected to be in shape already. Um, and I'm not saying be Olympic athlete, right? but be able to just, if you can't run more than a mile without, and you have to stop, uh, it, it don't wait. Like I think I, one of our episodes, I spoke about these new guys and one of them started walking and I lost my fucking shit. And yeah. I'm like, dude, and that wasn't even in the Academy. That no. was in the, the pre stuff. Yeah. Like, the pre stuff. Like the one thing that I will say is no matter what, 
whether you're police officer, whether you're military, whether you're an operator, whether you're whatever, no matter what, regardless of what's going on around you, regardless of what's going on in your head, regardless of what's going on in your life, don't fucking stop. Yeah. Never stop. Do not stop. That's what you want. You're going in the academy. I commend you for looking at what's going on in society and then wanting to go into the academy. Don't fucking stop. Yep. Do not stop. Put your heart and soul into it. And I've said it, people that know me, there's a hundred people that are going to listen to this that personally know me. No matter what I do, I put 110% of it. Yeah, it's affected my family. Yeah, it's affected my life, but I'm fucking happy and I would never change a goddamn thing. That's the truth. Do not stop. Exactly. That that Best advice right there. Do not stop. Uh, next question we had about SWAT school. Ah. We got a uh, current officer who wants to go to SWAT school. Don't and do wants it. To try out. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you're going to be miserable. <laughs> Are they an active SWAT team or they, do you know anything about them? I didn't really. He just, he just said he's a, he's a police officer and he wants to try out for the SWAT team and yeah. what SWAT school's like and what, whatever. So, but no idea if it's like a big city or anything. Or I didn't ask him. Didn't? I just, okay. I just kind of, so, so I just figured uh, we can cover both. If it's a regional SWAT team where it's part-time and if, if it's full-time, well, you know, uh, if you want to get into so your experiences. I, so my experiences were a little different, right? I went into a team that was massive, mm -hmm. that was very, did very minimal amount of work. We still trained tremendous amounts and we acted as if we were a full-time team. And then after we had that incident that happened in our city, um, we went into like 99% SWAT yeah. and 1% the other stuff. Yeah. And the training increased, the exposure increased fivefold. The training yeah. increased fivefold. Um, the good thing that I realized is that putting people through training after through SWAT school after our stuff, our curriculum didn't really change. Yeah. So I'm and from listening to your stuff because the regional and all that, yep. it's very similar. It is, you know? So again, it comes back to do not stop. Yep. If somebody calls you out on something, fucking eat it and keep moving. Well, that's the thing. You, you, again, in, in any specialty teams, um, uh, same with, you know, SF and in the Army, uh, in infantry units and shit like that. If you fuck up on a movement in, during training, it is what it is. You fucked it up. You'd rather fuck it up in training than in real life. But own it because... They will call you out. I mean, here's the thing. A SWAT commander, a SWAT element leader, they don't give a fuck. They're yep. going to say, hey, I mean, you fucked up. Right. And you, you're going to be like, what do you mean I fucked up? One of the best pictures you ever sent me, it was like the simplest fucking thing. Yeah. You, I think you posted it too. It was a picture of your arm with a Sims round on it. Yes. And I think I replied to you and I was like, oh, I missed that. Yeah. Best mistake ever. Oh, yeah. I remember guys that would get hit with them and be so, so pissed off and yeah. fucking they, they'd get hard on themselves and this and that. And yeah, the first few times sucked. You're like, fuck, I just fucked up. But then yeah. you realized you were in kind of like a Kobayashi Maru type of uh, <laughs> yeah, fucking, yeah. like, and you know this as yeah. a trainer, you're going to put these guys in a fucking situation where they're not going to win. No, no. And you're going to push the fuck out of exactly. them. Exactly. <laughs> and it's part of the sapient training too, yeah. right? And the one thing I will tell you is that, again, just like in the military, everything is done for a reason. Yep. It, things may seem asinine. Things may seem minuscule. Things may seem stupid. Just do them. Pull your weight, be that Swiss Army knife yep. for yourself and for the team. Trust me, there's going to be days where the only thing you're going to be doing is room entry. Over three man room over. Three man room entry for three hours. Ugh. And you're going to be like, what if the I hear, fuck? If I hear the word fucking button hook one more time. 
I'm going to fucking shit myself. Exactly. So, but here's the thing again, it's for a reason. Battle drills, right? We we spoke yeah. about it. Uh, reflex versus reaction, right? You want to get so good and learn from the senior SWAT operators. Learn from them. They are a wealth of information. Yeah. Don't be a fucking cocky asshole. We've met, we've had uh, junior team members get kicked out of the team or asked to leave because they're cocky assholes that are that that just will not work out in the SWAT team. In the SWAT team, it's all about trust. You got to trust the guy behind you. You got to trust the guy in front of you. You got to trust the guy to the left, guy to your right. It's very important because when you're about to hit an objective that it's a fucking, you know, violent gang dude or whatever, whatever, you got to be on your A game. You know, one of the reasons I left the team was because I couldn't trust couple of members on the team. Yeah, I know. It's very sad, right? Yeah. But it's true. Yep. The other thing that I will say is that be your own man, be your own woman, be whoever you are, be your own person, right? Yeah. You have, it's an advantage that you have that you're going in, senior guys are going to train you. You're going to be able to, to see how Iman does something, how Peter does something, how John does something. Yep. Pick and choose little things that you like from a lot of these people. Don't try and be that person. You'll no. never be Iman. You'll no. never be Pete. Very fuck. Obviously never me? be Iman. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. yeah. Don't try and be the Superman. Yeah. No. Bits and pieces from little people, but be your own operator. Exactly. That's, That's my best advice. Hell yeah. Hey, uh, so we're going to do these more questions more, actually, uh, because yeah. we still have a few that we got to go through. Uh, but hey, dude, awesome fucking first episode season two. Yes, sir. So, Guys, listen, Project Sapient, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for making us the number one law enforcement and military podcast on the planet. We want to say thanks to our supporters, Vector Shields, Gym Junkies, Havoc Journal, Live Boston 617, wellnessforwarriors.live, odkit.com, eagleeyefirearmsma.com, Otis, I love you, guntrack.app, hulay-law.com. Guys, thank you. Stay safe. Stay sapient. Woo!